1: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We've got stocks trading mixed. S&P is higher. Dow industrials are lower. The S&P very close to a record. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news test for today's afternoon call. And here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. It's been a quiet day for the main U.S. averages, with the Dow currently lower by 32 points. s and gained three, and NASDAQ rises five. The small cap 600 rises one point, and the U.S. 10 yield drops to 1.45%. Seven out of 10 SP S&P sectors are higher, led by gains in telecom, utilities, and energy. Materials, industrials, and financials fell. Dow Transports dropped 13. Nasdaq Biotech's rise 12. Utilities climbed 4. And the VIX is down by 5%. Dow leaders included Procter & Gamble, Verizon, and Microsoft, while ExxonMobil, McDonald's, and Visa that's to the downside. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Hey, thank you very much, Bill Maloney. Enjoy your weekend and hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk. S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a
1: Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. The egg industry. The egg industry is a $10 billion a year business, and just in April alone, more than 7 billion eggs were produced in the United States. But what kind of eggs? Well, here to tell us is the co-founder of Handsome Brook Farm, Betsy Babcock, and she joins us now. Betsy, thanks very much for being with us.
3: It's my pleasure. Thank you.
1: Before we get into the details of comparing one kind of egg production to another, I'm just wondering if you could give us some background and explain how did you become a farmer, an egg farmer?
3: I would say that I am the accidental egg farmer. We started um, Hanson Brook Farm back in 2007 as a farm stay, bed, and breakfast in upstate New York. And we were about three and a half hours from New York City, and our customers who would come stay with us were raving about our eggs. And what we learned quickly was what made our eggs different from what they could get in the grocery store was that our chickens were actually outdoors eating bugs and grass and outside and that makes a huge difference in terms of quality and taste in the egg. And so from 2007 until now, we have uh, formed a model where we work with uh, other small farms who produce eggs with chickens that are going outside needing bugs and market it as Hanson Brook Farm pasture raised eggs.
2: Hey Betsy. And
3: so it's been very exciting.
2: Uh, Matt Miller here uh, joining Pim today. I love eggs and when I go to the store I want to buy eggs that aren't from chickens who suffered uh, some kind of horrible Baraka kind of life you know so I always try and get eggs that say they're organic that they're cage free and that they're free roaming I imagine my chickens walking around and pecking at stuff those chickens you're telling me are actually raised in a barn crowded in with 50 to 100,000 other chickens is that true
3: that is corrected so many cases in a cage free environment, even though it sounds perhaps like the chickens are going outside and being chicken like outside. Unfortunately, the case in most cases is that those chickens are confined with about one square foot of space inside and no, uh, no outdoor engagement at all. And the same can go for free range is a very broad term. Free range chickens may never step foot outside, or in some better cases, they may have a little bit of outside area. Um, But there's no legal definition or requirement for a free-range chicken to spend outside on pasture.
2: So your chickens are pasture, your eggs are pasture-raised. That means Your chickens are actually walking around outside in the sunlight. Is there some kind of regulation um, that guarantees me when I go to a store and I see pasture raised that I know that this chicken lived a a pretty decent life?
3: There's no legal definition or no federal regulation for pasture raised. Uh, What we do now, we started doing this in this year actually, is participating in the American Humane Certification process. And so when you see a pasture-raised egg that has an American Humane logo on it, that means that they are meeting specific outdoor requirements. And so you can have some assurance that those chickens are actually going outside on vegetation, um, not just on a concrete patio, but outside on vegetation.
1: Betsy, what's the difference between pasture-raised conventional eggs and pasture-raised organic eggs?
3: For, we, we carry both. We offer both. Most of the eggs that we sell are pasture-raised organic. We have some that are pasture-raised conventional, which is actually how we started. Um, and the difference for us is really uh, the, the pastures themselves are both not sprayed and could qualify, you know, as as an organically grown pasture. There's no spray or herbicides. But the difference is the feed that they get, because even chickens that are outside on pasture need to have some supplemental feed. So for pasture-raised organic, the feed that we provide our chickens is organic feed, certified organic feed. For the conventional pasture-raised, that feed is not certified organic. So the difference is in the feed.
1: Uh, What about the price? Any, any differences in price?
3: Yeah, uh, the price for organic, again, for us, runs about 50 to $0.75 cents a dozen more than the price for the conventional. And that's because of the difference between the, the cost of the organic feed versus the conventional feed. But one, one interesting note, perhaps, is that even though the organic pasture-raised are a little bit more expensive, most of our, our sales are the organic. People are willing to pay more yeah. for pasture-raised organic.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I mean, for me, when I go to the grocery store, I don't – I mean, I'll pay as much as I have to uh, to get that image of a chicken getting its beak melted off out of my mind. Um, do, Absolutely. do your customers care? I mean, are prices elastic at all?
3: They do care. I mean, uh, philosophically, we really want to make our eggs as affordable as possible for customers, so we do not gouge on our pricing to customers. uh, But people are willing to pay for the quality and for the animal welfare. So they will pay a premium for a pasture-raised organic egg over a free-range or a cage-free egg.
2: I wish you could do it with bacon. I wish you could do it with (laughs) bacon. That would be great. Betsy, Betsy, thanks so much. Really appreciate you joining us. And I think it's a fascinating topic that a lot of people really do care about. So, uh... There you go. Pasture-raised eggs are the ones that uh, you probably want to get. Betsy Babcock is the co-founder of Handsome Brook Farm, uh, and they sell those eggs. And she uh, gave us all the info that we probably could have could have learned in, in a 10-minute interview on Eggs, Pim. Uh, this is Taking Stock. I'm Matt Miller filling in for Kathleen Hayes today with Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg.
1: Coming up on Taking Stock, Bill Fitzpatrick, Global Equity Analyst at Manulife Asset Management, he'll give us his perspective on the Bank of Japan and investing in equities outside the United States.
0: What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis